Alright, here we go. So we're continuing Paragimel. Klaudov. Yeodam me'ayin al ma'isav kulam. Umefakeach al kol drochov. So not only do you have to examine your actions, you also have to examine your overall pathway, which is what we spoke about. Right? Shelo lehaniach la'atzmo hergel ra umidara kol shekain averavafasha. So averavafasha is an actual bad thing that you did. For sure you don't want to leave one of those around. Right? You have to try to Examine your individual actions, find anything that is actually bad. What is the difference between Hergel Ra and Midah Ra? Hmm? One's easier to solve than the other. Which one's easier? Habits. I don't know. Right difficult habits mm-hmm. are, can be extremely hard to break. As hard as they and may you, be. Did you ever see anybody addicted to cigarettes? Yes, as hard as they may be. It's, it's much worse and much more difficult to, to break a made up. How do you know? It's much more against your nature. So what? A person has a very strong habit. How do you know? So stop. What? Stop. Go through the draw a little bit. Okay. But what what makes know. you think the one is easier yeah. than the he other? Does, How do you know? Like you're speaking from personal experience, you're saying. Maybe you just have not such strong habits and very bad meters. Could be. One of the first Maybe, maybe, maybe other people, he, he pulls the other way around. Maybe he has pretty flexible meters, but really tough habits. Yeah. I would agree with that. Really? Yeah. Some habits I just I can't break, like biting my nails. I, just, I can't. I got to do it. Even though not Shabbos, it's hard. Don't be nervous. It's not about being nervous. No, no, just no, 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 no. I'm saying don't be nervous. <laughs> what? Don't be a nervous person. <laughs> That's much more difficult, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know where you're coming. I mean, this discussion you started. I would have made a different distinction between them. Right. Yeah. That's right, that you, you uh, I have this, I'm not sure if I heard this or not from Rav Gershenfeld, but there, uh, I have it written down from a long time ago, so it could be I did hear from him. Um, the, as I'll say, that if a person has the Sahara, if it's like a stone, so you should wear away it. Like dripping water and it drop by drop by drop by drop, it wears away at the stone. And if it's like metal, so smash it. So what's the difference between those two? Seemingly, one of them. Why not smash them both? Smashing is a much more um, effective, fa- faster, more you know, immediate result, right? You take a giant hammer and bring it down with all of your force, all your might, onto the Sahara. So, because maybe you don't need to always exert such force on everything. You know, take. Sometimes things can be done other ways, better ways to do things. Yeah, why would you want to be dripping water on this thing? It'll take you, or, or melting in some way, take you much, much, much longer when you can just bring over the sledgehammer and just smash this thing. Will a sledgehammer actually break stone? Yeah. A thick axle breaks stone on a sledgehammer. So we you hit it hard enough. I'm sorry? If you hit it hard enough, you sure could. I suppose it depends on the sledgehammer, but they don't usually. What's well, metal? In my ma- vast experience of seeing stone breakers, I, they don't use sledgehammers. They use something that's pointed. Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> I, I assume it's because that if you try it with a sledgehammer, you'll break the sledgehammer. Like the pasuk says, "Kepatish, kepatish, mefotsit selam." 
Big Machlokes Rishonim exactly how to understand what this Gemara means. But about that point, but by the way, your example. Now I'm thinking of Moshe Rabbeinu hitting the rock. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking now. With this, with his staff, right? But that was a miraculous thing. No, all right, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Water coming out. I don't know. So the difference is that not every Yitzhara that we have can be blown up or or smashed to smithereens. Some of them have to be slowly melted down. Yeah? Eroded, perhaps. Eroded. Why? Because, so, so over here we have, if a person has a bad habit, right? So you just, just kick the habit, right? That's it. Put that nail-biting, yucky stuff on your nails, right? The, the, the nail polish, right? And that's it. <laughs> that's great. What? It's great. Rocking around the nail polish. It's clear, man. <laughs> the one that I put on, on my on my daughter's hands is, and it tastes really bad. So uh, once you get hit by that a few times, you're done. Machine cane with your meadows. Machine cane with your meadows. You can't do that. You can't just. You can't just, you know, start breaking things apart like that. There's a gradual process of of transformation, right? Because this is this is you. This is not an external thing. If it's external to you, so just just get rid of it. Like a habit. Habit. Bad habit. Just get rid of it. If it's internal to you, this is part of who you are. You can't put and you know you so you so the. You can't pull a uh, a clockwork orange, and you know like a movie. Oh man! Before it was a movie, my dear friend, it was a book. That's true. <laughs> Such a messed up. Book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow! All right. Now I feel old. Clockwork orange. I love it. You feel old. I think the book is much older than you are. It's true. What? What part of the story? Is they try to, they try to give them a one-time, you know, like, a, like basically like a treatment that would make them sick every time they would want to go and do this bad things that they were, that they apparently had a nature to do. Right? They were successful. Not really. No. That's the whole point of the book. Anyway, but uh, but the point is that if this is the real you, right, so you have to work on it. So anyway, so the point is two different types of Yitzharas. One is a hair gill that has to be blown up and destroyed, and one is a, a Mida raw that has to be melted and and uh, and uh, or rolled away until it's been altered. Yeah? Okay. Here we go. Vihineni. Behold, I, Roe, Sorech, Le'odom, I see a need for a man. She medactic, he should be exacting, Vishokel Drochov, and weigh up his pathway, Dover Yombuyomo. No matter day by day, on a daily basis. This is unbelievable. First time in Mesul Sisharim, we've already gone through the entire Hagdama, the entire first parak, the entire second parak. This is the first time we're seeing this word. Hineni Roe. Don't I see. What's the Ramchal source for this? That you should do a, a Cheshba Nefesh every single day? Himself. Himself. Is that me? He doesn't have a source. Remember here one time that whenever Rashi says the words Libi Omerli, my heart says to me, it means Rashi has no source. But it means it's the most difficult Rashi to disprove. <laughs> yeah, how do you disprove his thing? <laughs> because, or even to argue with, not to disprove, right. but to argue with. Because it means if Rashi is saying it's a pshat and a pasuk, and he's saying it based on an understanding of a, of a particular midrash. So you can go, you can look with the midrash, you can potentially, maybe there's another way to understand the midrash, maybe even... You know, there's a better way to understand the mirrors than the one that Rashi proposed. Right? The Ramban could argue, somebody else could argue. Here Rashi is telling you that from the entirety of the Torah that I learned, and you're not going to tell me that the entirety of the Torah that Rashi learned is erroneous, right? 
Everything that has come together to form my heart tells me that this is the shot. That's a much more difficult shot to argue on. That's what Rav Gershon Yeah? So, here you have the Ramchal telling you that he sees that this is the need. So, this is, uh, this is the Ramchal with all of his purity, with his unbelievable Ruach HaKodesh. He's telling us this. A person has to do a Cheshba Nefesh every single day. No, how do you feel about that? In favor of that. I'm scared of that. Why is that? Because it's challenging. You have to go through everything you need to work on. Just break it up. So small. You walk to your car. Big things. Yeah, but the question is, is it ever going to be done? Can you ever break it? Can you ever complete it? Anything you you, pre, you task or something? Examining your deeds and your pathways. Just examining. That's all. He doesn't. He's not saying to set any goals for yourself. And just to examine, keeping the books on yourself, keeping a record of yourself, being aware. Not saying to take anything on. Record of what I'm doing now, or, or of what you have been doing, and the besides the specific actions, but the overall trend, the overall pathway of, you know, where you're going, how how things are developing. Right. So we we talked about this earlier about setting ourselves a path and then examining that path. We, we talked about that. So the question is, can we do that? What's next? Oh, so we're doing that. That's great. And you're doing it also. Maybe should, I'm sure every day. I'm sure not every day, but I'm not, not you. I'm saying me. I'm saying I'm, I'm sure not to the extent Ron Paul is describing here. But small steps, you know, every day. Well, small steps. He's not asking you to do anything. He's just telling you just a cheshbon nefesh. A, a small type of cheshbon nefesh, meaning three minutes between the walk to my car and my office, about three and a half minutes. It will go over in my head. Everything I did prior day in the morning. Was that, was that good or bad? Probably pretty bad. That was good. Pretty bad. Probably shouldn't have done that. Not small things, just big, silly, stupid things, or big, fantastic, awesome things. Keep, mm-hmm. keep that up. Okay, yeah, wonderful. Okay, so there we are. So you had a daydream or do that? What? You had a daydream or do that? So, how are you feeling about this? Uh, intimidating. It's very intimidating. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's a crime. You have to take on to do yeah. something every single day. Yeah. It's not so bad. It's not so hard. This, 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 that. The, the scary part is when you like sit down with a pen and paper. You're like, okay, let's let's go through this. That's like nobody, nobody will do that. I mean, not for that, right? I'm sure that the Rosh Kol does that, but I did, I did that. I did that his first day of Monday, but for the rest of us, right? Yeah, so, you know, those times where we're literally we're literally not doing anything else, but we're doing it. We're doing something habitually all the time. It was a great time to do a cheshbon nefesh when you're walking to your car. Even better from your car. Even better. You're going to sleep. Even better. Shachers. So in the middle of the Amida? Before shachers. Well. You were you were learning, aren't we? Before shakers, right after shakers. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm proposing a time that you really can't be doing anything else. The washroom. Yes. Is that motor? Sure. In fact, um, a Talmud of Rav Yaakov Friedman told me that he asked him. If that's what he should be, Rav Yaakov Friedman, daytime. If that's what he should be doing in the bathroom, he's like, what else are you going to do in the bathroom? About sports course. I always thought not, thinking about Torah is, is an issue. That's true, 100%. It's not, it's not Torah. But not Torah, examining your, your, the actions that you've done. I understand, but you're, you're but why am I doing this? Because I learned the Ramchal. It told me that I should do it. That's true. So the, now I'm going to think about what the Ramchal said. No, in the no, no, no. You just examine your own deeds. In fact, while you're in the bathroom, if you think to yourself, there's some not very pleasant things coming out of me. There's a reason for that. 
Yeah, because we had one too many donuts. <laughs> Back to the jelly donut again. <laughs> we're never going to let you never go. Never let you go, man. No. <laughs> You're going to beat that dead horse. <laughs> Is that is that a, so a, a fine? You know, that is what they're trying to do. Isn't that like lead to Torah thoughts basically? For those of us who are less focused. I remember who was it said that being that he's so holding in Torah and psukim and everything, so he starts thinking about even like mundane things he's gonna right away come up with the chazals for it and the psukim for it and so for him it's like really really problematic what to do in the bathroom so yeah I guess if that's what you're holding then you know, the moment that you start <laughs> examining your day you're gonna start saying Otzelad Mosai Tishkov and like all sorts of other psukim throwing psukim at yourself is that is that, the, is that the Torah we're not allowed to be learning in the, in the washroom? Or is, is that... This is not Torah. This no, is no, just I, I, examining I, 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 I your deeds. Going, just going through your day. So you're saying psukim. It has to be that concrete? Or it could be like things about Torah? Like what? Kashem told me to be a good person. That's Torah? Know, is it? No. That's great. So what's, what's, what's Torah? So you yeah. In the morning? Torah? Torah? It's either Torah Shabbat Torah Shabbat So I, Hashem wants me to be a good person. Derek Hashem said so. Yeah, I, I do agree with you that we can find borderline cases, like when you're recalling the general topic that you know, Derek Hashem discussed or something. Fine, but if you just examine your deeds, just the deeds themselves. So I, my question is: Are we examining our deeds that we've done that to that day? Yes. Or the ones that we're going to do it for the future? No, that day. That, that's we've already so far done. Yes, that and, day. And, and or the previous day if, if you're doing it in the morning. So anytime and, we're in the bathroom, that's what we should think and about. And the pattern of what, where am I going with this? What? Uh, well, where is this going to lead me? I mean, talking, we're talking about the heroes at the end of the day, right? We're talking about being careful to watch ourselves, right? The best place to do it is in a situation where you're aware of the the less pretty regal. side of yourself, but the less regal side of yourselves. But also... Yeah, you're supposed to be the about the good stuff too, right? But not just the losses, it's also the revenue. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we should do it when taking a shower. It's all great. <laughs> so. Okay. It's also a good time, I hear. Good. Yeah. Just in the shower, usually a little bit more active, a little bit more busy. What? That's also fine, sure. But the, the point is, why... <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so much pushback on this. Is, uh, is there any reason why not to do this? Yes. Most of us have secular books reading better. What? Most of us have secular books reading better. That's what I usually do too. And you feel that that's better than doing a I, I know why I have a hard against being uh, against the proposal. I'm doing a casual enough in the bathroom because it will take away from my, my Bittles one. <laughs> well, one time you get to have Bittles one. It's totally kosher, totally mutter. You try to inject Hashem into that? Come on. I also, I, but your term is that. I thought it was lesser. <laughs> but you realize that you'll be in the bathroom for a lot, for a lot shorter. Because, you know, who wants to be doing a casual enough for that long, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I suppose you're supposed to do once a day or any time. Once a day. I, I mean, listen, I'm sure that Cause like Paul would say if you would like to do more than that, he would he would support you full hearted. But he's saying at least once a day. 
because because what we're talking about the bat, like for instance, everyone, most people, most normal people go to the bathroom before they die, like right when they wake up. Okay. Obviously, I'm not going to do that because I haven't done anything yet. So why would I make a cheshbon nefesh? What about yesterday? Well, you said what we did that day. I said unless you're doing it in the morning. I believe I, I believe I prophesied. Okay, but what which is just life in general? How, how many with life? Yeah, that's that's what he means. But there, not the exact. He's saying first of all, you can exact you can examine some exact actions, but overall, but besides that, examine the the general pathway. My my midos. My habits, how are my habits, how are those going, right? Do, am I doing anything that I really shouldn't be doing? That's, that's a separate question. Also a question to be asked. Yeah? Okay. Kasoharim Hagdolim, like the great merchants, Asher Yifal Sutomid Kol Iskehem Man Lo Can you imagine a guy who's in the stock market and he goes a whole day without checking the stock market like a full day he's probably kicking himself there's no way in the world right for all he knows like you know uh, this stock doubled and this stock plummeted like there's absolutely no way in the world he's gonna let a full day go by without just keep even if like he's got his employee you know holding down the fort he's on vacation he's gonna check in like once just to see if there's like a emergency happening of some sort yeah so they have to know what's going on there's so much can change in one day we'll talk about more why specifically a day and they will establish times and hours for this designated periods of time that his weighing up on himself will not be a happenstance oh I happen to remember let me, let me think about it right now while I do this right? no this has to be established this is the time that I do it El has to be extremely regular it's a tremendous it's going to have tremendous benefits for us so what I wanted to share with you guys is the Ramchal doesn't give us a source why it is a person has to do this every day. I want to share with you. What's the svara? How can I have zahiras if I'm not actually doing zahiras? Why do I do it every day? Do I have to do it every hour? One second. Do I have to do it every hour? Okay. So what 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 is it that makes it the period of twenty four hours the magic number that you have to do Khajbanefish once a day? Right? It should be once every ten hours, they should be every once every thirty hours. Once a week. Once a week maybe. It's a lifetime. So, in Osreish Lamachas says, Hashena Gamhi Tova, Lazar Ulis Orer, Acher and Nefilus Hamokim. Sleep. You know what sleep is good for? Sleep is good. We are group two come back and to arouse yourself in the voice of Hashem after the Nefilus HaMolchim, after your spiritual connection to Hashem has been broken. Nefilus HaMolchim is falling in one's brain? Molchim means um, intellectual influxes, spiritual connection, let's call it. Let's call it spiritual connection. No, no, from Moloch, from Moloch, from, from, yeah, but Mohin means, like, thoughts, basically, spiritual thoughts that are coming in from the outside, from, from being sent by Hashem, your spiritual connection, don't worry, okay, your spiritual connection has been broken, once that's been the case, it's very beneficial, you go to sleep, you wake up, renewed, re-aroused, to re- and reconnect to, to reconnect exactly because what happened this person had the spiritual breakage now his 
thoughts are all confused. Uh, sorry, because of the confusion he suffered from Mashavazarus. Um, external thoughts, meaning thoughts that come from external sources. Nonsense, thinking nonsense, being involved in garbage. Yeah? That causes one. Thoughts about things other than Kedusha is that that's called Zaros, like Kochmos uh, Kitsonios, external things, things that that don't relate to Hashem, things that are involved, basically involving one's thoughts in. Um, Empty or nonsense or negative thoughts. Okay? So once that has happened and his spiritual connection to Hashem has been broken, then it's a good thing that he gets sleep to reset himself, go to sleep, wake up, clean slate, get a new start to the day. The header Makshavus, the Kedusha, Vidivator. And also from if a person has allowed so it means two things one is thinking garbage thoughts and number two being bittle Torah and not being involved in Torah thoughts both of those are negative both of those cause what's called the Mechilas HaMochin the breakage of your spiritual connection and you are currently reconnecting <laughs> just, just hold on. So I was trying to trying to examine my path <laughs> you don't need the Shana quite yet. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> first, uh, first, we'll give you the Musa, then afterwards, okay. Gonna, okay? Okay. Be'esa um, Shana, so during sleep, who his stalkus hamochin, so all of one's thoughts leaves him. And then the soul comes back, new, rejuvenated, refreshed. To stand up one's thought, to establish one's thought, the way that Hashem wants it to be. And to forget about everything you did yesterday. So if you had a bad day, make sure to go to sleep really early. Set your alarm clock for 3 a.m. Wake up at 3 a.m. Learn a good, learn for a good five hours. And then you go to work. Everything's good. This is very extreme. This is very extreme. No, if you go to sleep at like 8, I'm saying. I understand. It's also like very extreme. Eight to three. Three in the morning to get up and then go five hours to get to. I'm, you're saying if you rather than staying up already when you're already kind of in a in a, in a broken state. Oh, I right? see what you're saying. It's eight p.m. You you had maybe one of the worst days, right? Where you've maybe not been very involved in good in in Torahic things and whatever else right has happened so instead of staying up just go to sleep really early three three hours before your bedtime wake up really early and uh, get a fresh start right that's what you're saying because there's uh, once a person gets into a certain thinking pattern it can be difficult to redirect right? Just you know, the, you're like the opposite of it is like you're in the zone, right? Like, like in sports, mm-hmm. right? So if uh, if uh, if a particular player, what's the name of that quarterback and the Green Bay Packers? Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. no. Brett Favre. Brett. Oh. <laughs> mean the retired Brett Favre? Sure. <laughs> You know, they usually come up with new ones eventually after a while. They, don't, they can't play forever. <laughs> despite, despite his best efforts. Uh, yeah, that's true. First of all, is that nowadays anyway, the whole thing is um, 
What's it called? Um, what's it called? Fantasy. It's all made up in the computer. Why? Uh, that's what someone told me. Make their own teams and everything. So anyway, so it's all. Yeah. So the point is that if he's in the zone, what do you need to do? You literally just call timeout, right? To like just, just to break the break the flow, right? So. So the same thing the other direction. If you're really getting beaten, right? Like, so you just call a timeout, take a little nap, go for the night in this case, and then. You know. Is there a total perspective on Red Farb's flow? I have no idea. I don't know anything. I'm just trying to connect to Paul's uh, <laughs> Paul's love of love for the game. Yeah, interesting. But it's not for it's not for naught that you are using a football reference to oh, illustrate a being in the zone. I'm saying once you get connected to a certain flow. Brett Favre is not connecting to God. Brett Favre is connecting to He's tapping into something. If he keeps on throwing this perfect thing that he never does so well now he's currently in some sort of a state where he's able to function on a much higher level than he usually does and obviously he's tapped into something and if you break that he's no, what do you mean? I don't, I don't know what you mean. You're saying that there's no such concept as being in the zone? That it's a figment of our like, imagination. Like, you, like, you, like, like, you can't, you can't miss, miss a throw. You can't miss. Or a, or a basketball player can't miss a shot. It happens. You can't. Someone is just... It's a statistical It's a statistically anomaly, anomaly yes. No, 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 but no, it happens. He, but he's not no, 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 no. Well, sure it is. No, that, it happens. But it doesn't always happen. Oh, that's for sure. Right, no, but, saying, but when he gets in the flow... Right, When he gets in the flow, he's actually... In he's in a some sort of uh, yeah that's different from the way he was outside the flow absolutely actually no there was one game that he had it was a perfect harmony 399 yards four touchdowns you know what that game was yeah that was exactly in reference his father passed away the night before he played the game it was momish perfect. He couldn't miss a throw. Even if he tried, he could not miss a throw. And he tried to miss a throw. Some of those things were like, oh, come on. <laughs> it was, I just saw yeah, that game. Right. It was, uh, it was, uh, you just saw that game? I actually saw that game back when it was, it was like 2003. Oh, it was like a long time ago. It was a while ago. <laughs> but that was, guys, that's, that guys, was a, guys I'm, very, I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Let's get the YouTube out. We're going to play that game right now. There you go. Back to We're going to teach... So We're gonna make Ron Powell stand out. You break the flow of negativity. There you go. Break the flow of negativity. Show me you just broke our flow here. We just told you the perfect way to break it. That's all okay. <laughs> okay, here you go. Let's try this again. By the way, I just want you to know, never Boris again, is here, but never again. I just want you to know, Boris is here, but he probably even works. He knows a lot of stats. <laughs> so I'm happy that Boris is here. So, so the point is, Valzehu. So he's so I'm just gonna jump a little bit. I'm not saying. Yeah. So he says that this was the the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Dafain Aleph Amudal says that Shana was created for Rishoyim. Shana is good for Rishoyim and bad for Tzadikim. Yeah. Why? 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 Because for Russia, that he got into such a bad flow, right? He's already had an Afilosamochin. If they just kept going, he would literally just keep going a, a downward spiral. So when you reset it, he just kind of, you know, fumbles along a little bit until he starts the downward spiral again, and then he goes to sleep again before he, he manages to do too much damage. Okay? So, so it's kind of like keeps giving him a new chance in case he would like to re, you know try to do something better he has an opportunity to do so for Tzadik it's the other way around you build up momentum you build up your connection you build up your Kedusha right like by Shabbos we all know that towards the end of Shabbos as the day is winding down that's the highest level of Kedusha right 
Really? I don't feel that way. I said why it doesn't feel that way. You think it feels for you the biggest because on Friday night. Oh yeah, especially here, the bad yes. Marcus. Yes, that's because there's there's this newness of going from coal to coldish. Whereas afterwards there's increases. Yeah, but then they already go you know, from Shabbos to Shabbos. It's not as big of an increase. What's that? Uh, what's that phenomena when you're skydiving? And you what's that? What's that? So you terminal velocity. Okay. So yeah, I, I, you don't accelerate here. Anymore. You do here. You do accelerate here. You do continue accelerating. No, but you say so. It's just you stop accelerating. No, you keep on going to the last minute of Shabbos. <coughs> keep on accelerating to the last minute of Shabbos. Sorry, tell me I shouldn't sleep on Shabbos. Well, I mean, if because oh, you just said, I hear, I hear your point. I hear what you're you saying. You said it's, it's yeah. bad for speaking. I'm not telling you that, but, okay. you're, but you are asking a question. By the way, because I I heard uh, Ravadi Yosef, he said learn through all of Shabbos, and then when he was when it was time for Shabbos, he stopped and then went diving and then he get learn like that's what he did on Shabbos nonstop. Okay, it was like no different from the rest of his week. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, but Shabbos, that's what he did. That's what we're talking about. Okay. So, so the point is, so, so for Rishayim, it's, it's, it's good, because it gives him a reset. For Tzadikim, it's bad, because it gives him a reset. Right. Yeah? Get it? So that's why you have to work so hard in the morning. Shakr is so difficult. You have to work so hard on that first feel of the day, because, and so you have to be, learn early in the morning, because you got to build up your momentum for the whole day. How is that any different than let's say you need that? Let's say going back to the donut again. You need that for that energy. Just for that energy. How is that not any different than you need sleep to get energy to get better to to be a lot sharper with what you're learning? Why why can't sleep be it is good for them because let's say they're it's late. They're exhausted. They've learned a lot of sugyas and gemaras, and they just they, they can't hop shot anymore, and they need sleep. They get the energy, and they and they get much better. Okay. So why why can't the sleep why be good Hashem, for them? Why did Hashem make it like that? Is the question. Why didn't Hashem just make it? People just keep on functioning the same way they've been functioning. When you get to this concept that like towards the end of the day you start getting tired. And why is that? So he's saying that 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 reset Hashem built in that every 24 hours is a reset. Yeah, nighttime comes, there's a reset. Why? It's a mercy of Hashem to Rishoyim and it's a challenge to Tzadikim. You have to you have to do it every day again in the morning. So I'm saying that this could be a, an unbelievable source for the Ramchal for the Mesilas Sharim. Why you have to do a Cheshbonavish every day? Because you can't keep momentum longer than 24 hours. Then for one day, right? Then for one day, he's saying, "I am telling you, you should do a cheshbon nefesh every day. It's not enough to do it once a week. It's not enough to do it once every two days. You have to do it every day. Why you have to do it every day? But won't that won't that interrupt your flow as well? If you to, anyone who asks if you make a cheshbon nefesh, the other way around. helps you. You you just said someone's learning right now, and you stop to make a chesed and effort. You're learning, and you stop no, learning. No, no, no. Why no, not? Listen, 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 listen. Good things don't share other good things. Okay. You're doing good things. You went from learning to to be a good husband, to being a role model at work, to being good to davening a strong mincha. You're going mechayel lechayel. There's lots of good things you can do. None of those share one another, right? You can do everything that you need to do. You can do l'shem shemayim. It can be a beautiful thing once you're in the right state of mind, right? What we're saying is when you wake up in the morning and you're kind of a blank slate, right? The day could go either way. Once you've already been having a good day, you've already done 20 mitzvahs, mitzvah, gurus, mitzvah, right? This now I got 20 um, horsepower pulling me in the direction of, of more mitzvahs, right? And I've learned, and I've got, and I've davened, I got all this momentum pushing me in the good direction. But then the day comes, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to lose this. It's so bad. I fall asleep. I wake up in the morning this morning. I gotta redo the whole thing all over again. Okay, so the Ramchal is telling you that's why you have to do a cheshbonavish every day because to whatever level you manage to build up your zehirus, right? And you you manage to kind of 
refocus yourself on the fact that I'm going to be I'm going to be like a businessman with today. I'm going to be I'm going to weigh up every action I do. It's great, but the problem is that you're going to lose it. But tomorrow you're going to, it's going to be gone. It's not going to keep you for tomorrow. So it's like tomorrow you have to do a new one. Understand? Yeah, the, the, there's a natural break in Zeus. Absolutely. It's the break of Zahir with Shabbat. Yes. That Zahir is connected to Hashem and gets broken? I mean, Zahir is like, theoretically, it's like, it's like, nothing to do with Hashem. Hashem told me to do it. So it says over here in Silashan, you should do it. Right? But I could theoretically just judge my actions without invoking But you're Siyah judging Shemaya. them, hopefully, based on your desire to... Not destroy yourself. Yeah. What is what, what is Mokan? What's the word we're using? Don't worry about it. No, it's an important word though. We're saying that it's Nefilus Hamochen. Nefilus Hamochen. What's the opposite of that? Connection at Sheres Hamochen. Okay. I don't know. Using the term right, but that sounds like a, a sort of a vertical connection. Yes. But that's it's not the way I would usually. Describe from an experiential sense what I'm doing when I do when I have zeros. Zeros is like a horizontal sort of what's going on with my life. Like, Hashem could like I could ask Hashem before I start for Siyat Shemayah for identifying things, but once I'm actually in it, I'm not, I'm not like invoking a vertical connection to Hashem. I'm just I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, doing the accounting. So why is it that the zeros is broken? Because they want to sleep. Here is based on the level to which you have a connection with Hashem. The more connected you are, the more the as an extreme example, the gone is a story that the gone one time ate something and. He ate something, he took a bite or something, and he felt the food was was rotten. And so he realized that he made a brochal of atal, so he fainted. And then when his wife revived him from it, he realized that he had made a brochal of atal, he fainted again. So when she revived him again, she quickly ate some of it, so he should realize that it's actually not so rotten, that she was willing to eat it. So there's a tzad that it was not a Okay, that's, that's the level of the heroes, right? So that's a certain level of connection, meaning the heroes comes from a, from, a, from a desire to be connected to Hashem. It's temporal. The way we're describing right now is temporal. What's temporal? Whatever this thing is that we're describing, it breaks when I go to sleep. Right. Okay. So what the Vilna Gon, which is kind of about the Vilna Gon, it's not something that breaks when he goes to sleep, is it? Didn't the Tzilka didn't the Satayi just tell us that sleep is bad for Tzadikim because it breaks their flow, their connection to Hashem? Yeah, it's got a zero. What? One second. What is the heroes? The heroes is is. Does it break your? Does it break? Does it break the connection to Hashem? Sleep. Yes. Okay. And the heroes is. I'm careful because surmira. Every surmira. Every yira. Everything. Every time that you're concerned, you're cautious, you're back. It's always because you are afraid to chasve shalom, damage the connection you have. To the to the one who commanded you. Why is it that I'm careful? I'm careful because right. That's something you have to work on. That's a level of it's a type of a connection. Yeah, I think you're capitulating too quickly. I don't think this makes sense. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 
Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you? Does that make sense to you? It makes sense to me. Okay. Paul, should we just move on? Or should we Whatever you want. I, listen, I, I, it's, it's very simple. When you're sleeping, your mind slows down a whole lot. Yes. You don't, and, and you lose whatever train of thought you had from what you were doing. I mean, it's you're, you're, it's, it's, it's not was that, flatlining. Was that one of yours? Is that you got to be careful because what happens if you if you don't remember what you learned before? You have to pick it all up again. It's 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 a you have to re-establish what you had prior to falling asleep. Do you believe what you're saying? I do. Why not? Why is that so hard to believe? It's 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 not that makes sense to you. To get the same kind of flow, to like get the same. It's not always easy. It's not flow is the hearers. Why not? The flow is the hearers. A flow is the hearers. I mean, now does it make? Now is it easy to do? No, I don't know. <laughs> My definition is the hero is different. It's just it's like it's, it's, it's something you sort of like slip into. Like okay, I'm I'm on guard now. I, I guess you do constantly, but uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the difference is is, is 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 the fact that I'm thinking of the heroes as a dafka cheshman nefesh. When Zahir is not, oh, it's not only a cheshman nefesh; it's, it's an instrument, it's a tool to engage in Zahir, proper Zahiros, right? Right. But but Zahiros is something that is not only, not merely. Let's just say Zahiros imagine Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is a state a person has to get into the awareness. Hashem is, I'm in the presence, right? Like the like the Ramah opens up the entire Shulchan Aruch, right? Shvisi Hashem Negdi Tamid. I have to always behave as if Hashem is in, is literally in front of me. He's in the room right now, right? I don't just come into my living room and throw my briefcase on the on the couch and jump up and put my legs on the what's the little puffy Ottoman. thing and uh, Ottoman. Ottoman? Ottoman. Footrest? The foot, yeah, uh, that, that thing, right? And, uh, no, Hashem is here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a certain extent, I'm cautious, I'm careful, I'm, I'm uh, apprehensive, right? To be in that state of mind, you're saying that that's just like an easy thing to do? Okay. So I have to get myself to that state of that's, mind. That's the heroes. That's the heroes. It's not me. Okay, now, now I hear this thing. Because the heroes is not simply engaging in the act of the Cheshbon and Nefesh all the time. That's true. The heroes is an awareness, a constant awareness of Hashem's presence. That's true. Such that I'm very careful not to do the wrong thing. I'm careful to do the right thing. Correct. Correct. Do the right thing. Correct. And one tool that you do is a Cheshbon and Nefesh every day, once a day. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, we're, so we're proposing that that would be a source for the Ramchal, right? That since whatever level of the U.S. I managed to muster up, it's really only going to last its full power for that day. It's going to it's going to disappear after that. So that's why I have to make sure to do it every day. Okay. Let's continue. Sages taught us the tremendous need for this Cheshben unbelievable drosha Alkain Yomru Hamoshlim Pasuk says, therefore, the those that make analogies, Moshlem, the people that make analogies, say, Bo Cheshben, come to the city Cheshben. Cheshben was the city of Og, Malach Boshra. Yeah? So, come to Cheshben. Um, so Chazal Darshan that, that, and they Darshan in this Gemara, Darshan, like, all those... Took him over there. That that this strange, uh, this strange psukim. What does it mean? Alkain yomru hamoshlim bo cheshbon. Alkain yomru hamoshlim beyetsram. Those that dominate their yetsahara say, bo v'nechshev cheshbonu shaloylam. Come and make the cheshbon of the world.
Hefsed mitzvah keneged schara, v'schar avera keneged hefseda, which is the mission in Perkei Yeah? So come and make a cheshbon. So who is saying this to us? These are the Moshlim. Those that, in Pshat it means those that give an analogy, but like the Maral points out, there's no real brilliant analogy over here. So that's why Chazal Darshan that it means not those that analogize, but those that dominate, those that rule over their Yetzirah, they are telling us, come and make a cheshbon. Come and make the most important cheshbon, not the cheshbon of your business, not the cheshbon of your inventory, but the cheshbon of the world. Calculate the most important things of the entire world. Yeah? The reward and the loss for mitzvahs and avers. This concept that Chazal is telling us, there is Davka the Moshlu, the rulers of the Yitzhar, who tell us this. Yeah? This unbelievably true piece of advice. Only a person who has already saved himself, who is extradited, from the Yitzhahara, number one, can he give this advice? And number two, can, can he even understand the unbelievable usefulness of this advice? So to the rest of us, first of all, we would never think of it. And number two, we do not understand its power. Which is very interesting. I wonder, I me mean, according to what he's saying over here, right? Why should this be so? It's so mysterious. It's so he, he's gonna say this. It's hard. It's blinding you. But but he's saying right now, assuming that the three of us are still enslaved by Yitzhahara, we should not be able to understand why this should be such a good idea. So you're saying right that only people who are emotional. Broke from, from that. Can they give this advice? And only they can understand Liros Amitosa. So it's falling on Maybe he means the full, the full, full, full truth of it. Meaning, we think, yeah, it actually sounds like a pretty good idea. But the Ramchal would probably rather. I'm going to say something crazy. He'd probably rather miss breakfast than not make a husband that much. Right? And for the rest of us, like, what do you mean? So you got to eat breakfast. You're not going to have any energy for the day if you don't eat breakfast. You say, well, I'm not going to have any ability to control myself if I don't do a husband that much. So what do you think I'd rather do? So I don't understand. What is the whole point of this? What is the point of, of a person who's freed themselves there from the rates are telling someone like me? What is that for you? Because I won't understand this. It's clear. It's it's so says, I will not understand fully. this. Fully. He's, right. he he's saying, so trust me and go with it. It's a posuk. The Torah is telling you that this is, that this is, that this so, is the... So it's like a so hope. I have to just... I just whatever, whatever said, I even though you won't, just go through Even it. though you won't really... You'll think like, okay, it's a nice thing, but not anything I should like... Like, right. Kill well, myself over? He's right. telling you you that's because that's because you're still blind. Right. So you just so you just you just do it because you know, like if a doctor tells you listen, take this pill every day and it'll save your life. Right? Right. So you'll do it. Even though you even though you don't understand right. why he's telling you this, right? Everything looks okay, everything is normal, but tell you listen, every day make sure you take this pill, no matter what, even on Shabbos. Well, right, because we think, because this is our, because the way we think is it's like a life-threatening thing. Like, this is the only thing that could save us, this pill. Right. But we don't think of uh, of this way of breaking our from our ATR as something that we need to really be focused on because it could kill us eventually. Exactly.